What's going on and welcome to another episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel coming to you from beautiful downtown Bakersfield at Midtown Studios in the loft. We're here. We're getting ready to dive into a crazy, amazing topic. I can't wait to talk to these guys about it. I'm your host, Matt. With me, my co-host, Tony. What's up, Tony? What's going on, guys? How you guys doing? Doing all right, man. Doing all right. We're, we're, we're missing Daniel. Daniel, if you're out there listening, man, we love you. Yes. We, we're missing you. I know we're gonna be, uh, you're going to be coming back soon. But in the meantime, we have five-time, 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 five-time guest and friend of the show, Pastor Bart Height, with us today. What's going uh, on, Big Bart? Oh, uh, you know. Living, living the dream, man. Living the dream. <laughs> always bringing the thunder. Whenever the thunder. <laughs> always. He said five times, five times, five times. <laughs> yeah, man. Got to quote that Booker T. Ready. Yes. I'm ready, man. I'm ready, man, for this for this conversation today. I think we've all had experiences in this particular topic, um, and and wh- whether it's us needing to let go of some things within ourselves, or also our experience with other mm-hmm. uh, people, yeah. other leaders, other people that maybe even not not even leaders, just just human beings that deal with this topic. And uh, the 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 thing is, when we get into this, we get into this relationship, right, with Jesus. We're met with uh, with a lot of challenges, a lot of choices that we need to make. But but there are not very many that are quite as important as the choice between ego and ego, mm-hmm. right? We we either make this decision as either out of ourself, out of our own brain. You guys can make faces all you want. You guys suck. Um, but but the truth is, we either make choices out of our own ego. That was ego talking right there back and forth. <laughs> uh, but or we make or we make choices based upon where God is leading us. Yeah. yeah. Because you cannot have both. You cannot have both. We're, we're and we're going to talk about that. So let, let's get into the scripture real quick and then we'll unpack we'll unpack the chicken scratch with it. So Romans 8:14. It says for we are all led by the spirit of God or all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. Lots to to get to. So uh, we talked we talked about uh, failure a few weeks back, right? We talked about failure and leadership and all this kind of stuff. But I want to make this statement, and then I want you guys to kind of just dive into this scripture for, for a minute. We can't lead or we can't be led of ourselves and God's spirit. Go. <laughs> Ready? Go. Hmm. Because that's a constant struggle. Mm-hmm. We have to make a choice, right? Yeah. We either choose to, to lead out of our own strength, which we've all done. We've all done. Okay. No, I've never done it. Right. <laughs> right. We, feed, we, we lead out of our own strength. We feed our ego yeah. or we allow God to lead and we give him all the glory. I don't think you can be a leader in the body of Christ unless you're spirit filled. That's, that's my thing. I, you have to be, you have to lean into the voice of the spirit. You can't people, too many people try to lead without, without the spirit guiding and right. it, it, and it fell. It's, it, it's a, it's a, collapsing thing and you see it all the time can you be spirit filled and yet choose to not be spirit led i think so yeah i think you can yeah you see it all the time um look at well you look at uh you look at uh the disciples jesus breathed on them and filled them with the spirit but they still look at paul paul still made some crazy decisions in regards to who his traveling companions were his speaking companions were yeah yeah Tony, what you got? Man, I think uh, I, I, this is a big one for me, man. Um, because, I mean, how many of us have said, like, man, I can do this. It's always an I statement, right? And, and, and we forget that sure. moment that we, 
at that one moment we were, where we uh, allowed God into our lives, and it really wasn't. Uh, I mean, we, we like to do this thing where we allow God into part of our lives, a la carte kind of thing. Right. Where, um, you know, it, we pick and choose where, where we want God to be at. Um, like when we say, uh, you know, God increased my finances. And then when he does, you're like, but, but God, I'll figure out where to spend it. Okay. <laughs> right. or, or like, God, uh, uh, um, save my marriage, Lord, you know? And, and then you're like, well, and then he does. And you're like, uh, but I'll figure out that pornography thing later on my own. Right. I mean, it's, it's, it's always a, he did so, so it, it, he did so he can, it's not so he did. So now I can figure it out on my own. You God know? can't give you every part of him unless you give your Come every on. part of yourself yes, to him. Right, right. He wants to give every part of himself to you, but unless you can give every part of yourself to him, he's not going to. He'll withhold. Right. Well, in that song, you know, the, the, there's that song, uh, who does that? Does Bethel do that? Does Bethel do pieces? Okay. That, that song, Pieces, mm-hmm. is talking about how God doesn't give himself pieces because his desire is yeah. to give yeah. every single ounce of himself. He does not withhold. Now, are there things that aren't revealed to us because we're not at a certain you know, level of maturity? Sure. Or because maybe our perspective is just completely whack. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I absolutely, that's a good, that's a good statement. You need to say, say that one more time. God cannot give every part of himself to you unless you give every part of yourself to him. Yeah, that's so good. And, and the fact is when it comes to doing something for God, um, because we, you know, our, our old pastor used to say, you know, you could be so caught up in the work of the Lord that you forget right, about the Lord, the Lord, 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 Lord. Lord. Yeah. God, I um, still say that to people. Yeah. Today. Yeah. And cause it's, cause it's very true. Right. And it's so, it happens so easily. But the fact is the second that you start doing too much that you mm-hmm. start doing too much is the second that you begin to feel like you are the reason mm-hmm. you start drinking your own. Kool-Aid. Oh, I'm yeah. You, yeah. you really start, you really start drinking that, your own Kool-Aid. And, and then you, the, the fact is you are not the reason that we gather. Mm hmm. I am not the reason. I'm not the reason that we serve. And we are not the reason that God exists. God existed and created us. Yeah. We do not exist and therefore create him. My lead pastor told me one time when I took our campus, he said, because I was like, I don't, I don't have time right now to take any time off. And he goes, unless you can get away and trust them to do it without you, then I don't want you as the campus pastor because your ego's in the way. Because you have to trust that they can do it without you and you don't have to be there. How, as a leader, how do you get to this place where you allow, because I think a lot of it, it doesn't begin. Uh, we, you know, a, uh, Andy asked a question uh, and he, he loves asking the question. I don't know if he's writing his a dissertation on this or if he just likes stirring the pot of it. It was too early to hear this question <laughs> this morning. I only have he, had half a coffee drink. Yeah. He, he, asked he asked the question about, you know, um, what do you think is more important intentions or actions? And, uh, with regards to intention, I don't believe that anybody, or I should say very few, uh, people wake up in the morning with the intention to be absolutely terrible, selfish human beings. <laughs> do some Probably. I mean, you're, if you're a narcissist, there might yeah. be a couple out there, uh, but, but more often than not, people don't wake up and go, I'm going to suck so hard today. Yeah. Oh man, people are going to hate me. Watch I can't me. wait for this. Uh, I can't wait to be so selfish. It's just in our nature. Mm-hmm. And so uh, now what I want to ask you guys is 
beginning with this good intention, right, uh, in leadership or in serving in ministry, mm-hmm. uh, because it can be so easy to fall into this. It, it quickly becomes about us. And some of it, when it comes to leadership, how do we as leaders step away from things that we know that we are 100% at and we take our we get ourselves out of the way so that somebody else can be raised up but that person that you're raising up they're 50% mm-hmm. your capacity 60% your your ability or your gift that's where guiding and apostling being the apostle and that's where I'm at right now is I'm building a ministry that I know that I'm not going to hold on to uh-huh. that I'm going to have to hand off to somebody. And I have to trust that the person who comes in behind me and takes it, even if they're not at the capacity I'm at, I'm at will somehow with my guiding, my guiding and my, and our lead pastors guiding will rise to the task. And then if they don't, we'll find, we'll find somebody else to do it. Yeah. Maxwell has this thing where if you're, People are at a six or the high or the lowest person's at a six. That's the kind of the cap where you're going to be at kind of thing. Right. Right. Um, it does. It, it takes a lot of a, a guiding and, and, and just, and, and leadership and, and allowing, you know, I, I, we talked about this last week and people are going to fail. It's going to happen. Um, but to be, I mean, you just got to really trust that, that you're going to allow your people to, to, be who they are and, and still, you know, and still move forward um, with, with what they know or what you know and, and, and hope that what you've instilled in them is, is legit, basically. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Well, in that, and that's where we point to Jesus. That's where we point them yeah. to Jesus. And, 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 you know, it can seem so cliche at times yeah. to hear believers or to hear pastors or leaders in the church speak towards, uh, you know, well, you need to, you need to just... You need to pray about that. You need to be led yeah. by God. You need to, you really need to seek Jesus in this because a lot of times people, people are so starving for a list mm-hmm. to complete so that they feel like they accomplished it or they're safe or they're doing a good job. Yeah. And that's ego. Again, it doesn't start off that way. And you can say, no, it's because my intentions are pure. That's fine. And, and I, I totally get that. But at the same time, if you're so worried about yourself, making sure that yourself is safe and that you are good and that you're doing a good job and you're not focused on what God has called you to do and stepping out onto nothing because God called you there. Yeah. You know what I mean? You take that next step onto nothing and you just believe that God's going to put a, a stone there. Mm-hmm. Then, then you're not living or leading the way that God has called you to live and lead. Yeah. Because we, 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 we say we want to live by faith, but then God, again, it's just like what I talked about, you know, when I first got, when I first met Jesus and I got saved my first, uh, my first ever, uh, pastoral experience when some, with somebody pastoring me, um, and you know, it was, it was Brian. Um, and, and I said, you know, Brian, I, I'm not a patient guy. And so I need patience. And so I prayed for patience and he laughed in my face. Like he laughed in my face and he was like, why on earth would you do that? And I was like, well, cause I figured God would give me patience. And he's like, that's not how God works. You know, I just watched the matrix and I was, <laughs> I was thinking I could just plug into God and he would just, and then, Ooh, now I have patience. Like, no, no, you don't like, that's not how he operates. And we think the same way about faith. We think the same way about this walk with Christ that 
that we're just going to, we can plug in. I'm going to do a little two minute prayer. And then I'm going to know how to do these things. No, God gives us opportunities to respond with patience. Mm-hmm. He gives us opportunities yeah. to step out in faith. But so, so this, this, but that in order to do that, we really have to let ourself mm-hmm. go mm-hmm. in that. And that's hard. Yeah. It's difficult. Um, anytime you pray for faith, God is going to put you in situations where your faith is going to get tested. Anytime yeah. you pray for patience, God's going to put you in situations where you're, where you're, it's like the, it's like the old, uh, the old, the old story about the man on the roof and the water's rising and he prayed, God rescue me. And right. a boat came by, but I sent you a boat, but I sent you, you know, <laughs> I sent you a boat, I sent you a helicopter and you know, you didn't do anything about it. So yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. I love that. And, and when we look, when we look at this idea between, you know, us about, you know, us not being the reason for anything and, and really letting go of our ego, I want to, I want to get to some, you know, some practicality here. Um, because we see this, um, we see this in scripture, you know, he must, he must increase, but I must decrease. We see that in scripture. So let me ask this question. How do we make this happen? How, how do we, how do we decrease and have God increase? I think with that, um, it's just, it, it's knowing and fully knowing and acknowledging that God is present in every part of our lives. Yeah. I mean, we, 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 we didn't do this for our own satisfaction and we didn't do this for our own self, self, uh, fulfillment. Don't get me wrong. Satisfaction, self-fulfillment, great things, you know, on its own, but just remember to who, who to give the glory to. Yeah. At the end of the day, um, it's, it's, it's for him, you know? Yeah. Walking, walking in the call is walking outside of ego because you're going to have to do some stuff that you normally wouldn't do that you don't want to do. You don't want to do. And that's decreasing. Even though I don't want to, my ego and my finite mind and my human self and the flesh doesn't want to, I have to, I have to. And that's, and we were talking about earlier a little bit, just in our just conversation about quenching the spirit, that's quenching the spirit in your life is if yep. you don't decrease, but Paul say, I pour myself out daily yep. yeah, as a drink offering. So unless you're done at the end of the day and you are done so you can be filled up again, you didn't decrease, you know, that's good. Yeah. It, uh, Charles Spurgeon, who's a, you know, is an old theologian, um, Bart's eyes are twinkling. Um, <laughs> he said, uh, he said, mankind, mankind will allow God to be everywhere except his throne. Yep. Uh, and I find that to be so incredibly poignant. Yeah. Uh, you know, and so I, you know, I, I, I think of this, this thought that, you know, in order to allow God to be God, we have to follow him for who he is mm-hmm. and what he desires, not for what we want. Yeah or prefer. And, and so for us to decrease and God to increase, we, we have to stop bowing down to the altar of preference. Mm-hmm. And how in the world do we do that? Because every single person has an opinion, has a preference. They have a thought, they have mm-hmm. an idea. Every, if we were to go around the room to everybody that works here and, you know, helps us put this whole podcast on every single person has a different thought, different idea, different preference, different opinion about Multi, a multitude of topics and right now there's a million hot button topics and guess what guys just for you guys that are that because y'all are young bucks that's not new Mm-mm. 
There's all, there's always a million hot button topics. The, the 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 trick for a believer is not to get baited into every single hot button topic. Yeah. But to be focused on what God has called us to do. But how in the world, when we have preferences and opinions and thoughts and ideas, how do we not buy into that as it pertains to our relationship with God? Yeah. How do we not bring that there? Because we have them. Yeah. Well, kingdom, a kingdom minded person has to has to separate the, the sheep from the goats. They have to see. I told the church of this a couple a couple months ago at a prayer meeting. I said, you saw it at the beginning. Churches open, churches closed. Mask, no mask. Then it went to racism. Then it went back to mask, no mask. Now it's vax, not vaxxed. And I told them, I said, this isn't new. What this is, it's a spirit. Mm-hmm. It's demonic. And that's a big word to use. That's a scary word to use. And a lot of people, as soon as I said demonic, probably everybody in here puckered a little <laughs> use bit. Use it. Use but it. But it's demonic because it, it, you see it moving. And 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 if you have a kingdom-minded person, has to keep their eyes focused on on the king. In order to separate what is right and what is wrong, like Jesus, I was thinking about this on the way here. Jesus said, "I'm neither Jew nor Greek." Yep. So I, there's no such thing as a, as a, and I saw a bumper sticker in Starbucks today. It said Jesus was a liberal. And I was like, that's a bunch of, that's a load of crap because Jesus, <laughs> what? No, what? He wasn't a conservative <laughs> he wasn't either. A conservative either. He was, <laughs> he's the king, <laughs> you know, he's in charge. Jesus, was, there's, there's no such thing as a Democrat or a Republican or conservative liberal in the kingdom. Right. And that's, and that's the kind of stuff that I'm talking about Yeah, because it's so easy to bring our personal yeah. choices or our preferences. Yeah into uh and 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 it's infiltrated pulpits mm-hmm. and I platforms have who are very like very liberal social justice oriented preachers then i have and then i i have friends who are very conservative you know uh like you know i preach them with an ar-15 on the stage <laughs> right <You know>? right <laughs> and but it's true i want to go right. to church <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but it, that but that's ego yeah. It's, right. It's yeah. letting your personal preference come in between what God, what is God really speaking that to you? Or is that what your is that your personal preference based on the social media you look at the news you listen to, you know, the people you follow. Right. And, and, and if you're not careful and if you don't get to the place where you can actually get, get beyond yourself, because that's what ego is, right? Yeah. Self. If you, if you find yourself not able to do that, what you're going to end up doing is you will then read and define and try to contextualize the word of God based upon your preference, your opinion, your perspective, and not the way that God intended it to be. So you're saying, well, I read this and I feel God telling me this. I call bull crap on that Mm -hmm. because more often than not, God is not just going to outright, you know, audibly say something that, that contradicts the exact word that you're yeah, using right. to say that he said to you. That's not, no. that's not a thing. And so many times people try to throw God said dot, dot, dot to try to make you be quiet. We get in the way because if God said, how do we focus argue? all the time? We, we switch the focus. We're ugly people, man. Say uh, the we, first right. part again. Yes. We, we always get in the way. Get in the way. Yeah. That's we, it. We get in the way and we switch the focus. I love how you say kingdom minded people because that's exactly what it is. Yeah. Um, I mean, they're Jesus is King. You know, we, we put everything else on the throne and it, 
we're just ugly people. I like this. Look at this. I like this, Tony. Go ahead and yell about it, Tony. Tony, preach. Get brother. mad at it. Get it. No, Andy told me to get into the mic, so I had to get deeper. That, yeah, yeah I love reason. it. That's the only reason. Get some bass in your voice. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> no, you, you got said, fired up. We were talking about letting uh, God step into every step into a situation. Right. We forget that He's omnipotent, omniscient, mm-hmm. omnipresent. He can be on the throne, but He can still step into your situation. It's right. as, are you allowing Him to step into every situation yes. in your life? Right. Because if you are not, and and like us as pastors. Are we letting him step into every every part of our church? Right. From from the human resources part to the money part to yeah. the budgeting yeah. part to the planning part. He yep. has to be, it cannot be self. It has to be prayer and yes. seeking him. I mean, when we when we mm. when we allow our egos to get in the way, we limit God on what he wants to do. Mm. Right. You know what I mean? Right. I mean, I always think about like like God. When we, we talk, we're like, God, you can take care of the 60%, but I'll, I'll take care of the 40. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you don't, you remember, you go back and you remember how amazing the 60% was, and then you want to settle for mediocre for the 40% that you're going to put in? Right. It, it's not. Right. We want, we say Jesus could take the wheel, but we want the gas pedal or the yeah. brake pedal. <laughs> that's, a, that's what we want. You could go ahead and steer, but we're going to control whether we go or stop. I heard a pastor one time, and oh my goodness, I about lost my, my stuff on him. He said, Jesus is the head, but I'm the neck that turns the head. And I went, oh, Jesus, you're going to get, I'm like, thank God he's a good shot because (laughs) that's, oh man. And that, yeah, that hit me. And I bet, you know, and the thing is, is many people may not say that they may not say, or they may never say something like that, Mm -hmm. but how many leaders, uh, in, in, in the church, in businesses, in whatever that are believers, they live that way. They think that way. And, and the, the, the issue, like I have an issue with certain movements sure. and, and like one of the movements I have an issue with is the word of faith movement, because they think if I just keep talking and keep saying it and keep saying it and live by faith, Jesus is going to do it. I believe that, that he will. I believe that God will move in a situation with, because with, you know, with your faith and, and, and it will move him. But sometimes your faith will move him to say no. Right. And, and, and they don't like that. Right. Or not right now. Right. And so, and I, and sometimes <laughs> I said this to the young adults a couple weeks ago and I, I put it on social media. Sometimes the greatest yeses in our lives yeah, I saw that. are in the no. Right. Yeah. I saw that and I was like, yeah, that's so good. Right. Because that no mm-hmm. is setting you up for God's yes. Yeah. For, well, what, for what he's saying yes to. I heard yeah. a pastor uh, say that he said, Jeremiah 29, 11 is not about you. And, and you need to quit. You need the maze of the American church has made this about us, but it was really a word for a group of people that would, ne- that would pretty much never see right where they were going to go. And, and, uh, and it's not, and we use it as be, uh, you know, look at the plans that I have for myself that I want you to have for me that you need to give me. Mm-hmm. That's not what it's about. Right. It's not that Jeremiah 29 11 is not about you. Well, that's why we leave out 12 and 13. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's why, you know, we just like quoting 11, you know, 12 and 13 to, when it, when it puts, when it puts that word of, Oh yeah. Oh, that's a word. Yeah. But when it puts it to doing something, mm-hmm. cause that's what the people with Jeremiah was preaching to the people. And he gave this word. He yep. was like, y'all need to pray. You guys need to turn from your wicked ways. You need to stop doing this and stop mm-hmm. doing that. And people are like, oh, I don't like that. Let's just quote 11. You mean yeah. there's not a translation for Tony? Like the book, the, the Bible doesn't have a translation. It's called the book of hesitations. <laughs> yes, first book of hesitations. 
I used to I actually used to joke with people. I think you've you, you've done this before too. We tell them like look in you know go yeah no that's in uh, Hezekiah. Go look in the book yeah. of Hezekiah. I did that before. And <laughs> people go looking for it. Oh man, you don't read. You don't read. You don't, you don't, you don't read your you're Bible. Not your word. That'll let you know right there, real quick. <laughs> the book of Hezekiah. Okay, cool. I'm, I think I've read that before. No, you haven't. No, you haven't. This 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 greatest example. Uh, you know, as I said, we we've got to bow to the we've got to stop bowing down to the altar of preference. Jesus is the the best example of this mm-hmm. because again, we know that oh, it was different because Jesus is you know he's God like he's God in the flesh. Yeah, but he was man. Yeah, he was a he was a man who made the choice. Okay, and and so we look at Matthew chapter twenty six and verse thirty nine. It says, and he who Jesus uh, went a little beyond them, the disciples that were with him, he fell on his face and he prayed. So he's in, he's in the garden. Mm-hmm. And this is that point in time where, and you can you can look it up. There is actual, there are actually physical ailments that will that where you can have such stress and anxiety. I mean, so don't tell me that Jesus wasn't a human being. He's carrying so much anxiety and stress and pressure in this moment that his sweat becomes as drops mm-hmm. of blood, and he prays. He says, "My Father, if it is possible, prayed it three times. Let this cup pass from me. <laughs> right? I really." would prefer not doing this. Yeah. I really don't want to do that. This is not going to be fun. This is not my preference Mm -hmm. yet. Not as I will, but as you will. Mm -hmm. And that is huge. That is huge to be able to look at. So how many of us, how many of us look to, to a leader that we can physically see? And we watch how they respond as opposed to looking at Jesus mm-hmm. and going, okay, this is, so this is what I'm supposed to be doing. Oh yeah. Constantly. I'm like Tony deal this. Yeah. Tony he, got real quiet right there. He's, he's like, like, I'm mm. not going to, I'm not going to say a word. <laughs> mm. man, there, there's, a, there's a lot to that, man. I, I mean, we, we, again, drinking your own Kool-Aid. Uh-huh. Uh, see, I don't know. I, I, I think the, it, because this this kind of hits real close to home, um, and and, and I started thinking like, uh, only reason it hits close to home, man, is because I, I've I've seen I've, de- I've dealt with it, I've seen it, I've I've became victim of it. Yep. Um. But again, it's 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 where I even lost I, I even lost my focus, or or I switched my focus from him to him. Do you know what I mean? Him from him up there. To him on that podium or on that stage, mm-hmm. and, and and so, it 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 really, oh man, um, for me at least, it, it it took it took a good beating out of me to figure out like man, I I I need him more than I need that dude, right? You know what I mean? Um, because when when it when that happened, I I start forgetting about. Loving like Jesus or leading like Jesus, I I, I start thinking like yeah. um, I start chasing the ninety nine instead of the one. Right. Ooh, yeah. It, yeah. Um, that's good. So I, I mean I I love how now I you know I love the people through the door and not figuring out how to get people into the door. Right. So right. And and again, not not that there's nothing wrong with inviting no, people. No, invite people. No. But when no. it becomes when you when you're so focused on a formula for what quote unquote success looks like in the eyes of your peers Mm -hmm. and you completely forget about what success looks like in the kingdom Mm -hmm. 
and what responsibilities are yours and what responsibilities are God's. I, I've, I've said this many times before. I mean, we're, when we, we just launched it, you know, this, this, this new church, right? A couple of months ago, we launched it. And when we were coming together and talking about what this was going to look like, I had this revelation of, oh, hold on. And God added to the church daily, mm-hmm. such as should be mm-hmm. saved. And God increased their yes. number. And, you know, and I'm seeing all this. I'm like, oh, that pressure's not on me. That doesn't mean that I don't tell people about Jesus because I do. That doesn't mean that I don't invite people to church because I do. What it means is, is we need to focus more on loving the people that come. We need to focus more on leading the people that come. Yeah. We need to focus more on discipling and, and, and raising up the people that are there as opposed to considering who's not and constantly yeah. worried about who is not because we can create, it's easy to create a crowd. Yeah. I can do that right now. Oh yeah. If you want to, if anybody out there is hiring and wants to hire a youth pastor, I can get your youth group to 500 kids next Wednesday. You give me, give me $50 budget uh, for marketing and I'm going to need about $1,500, but I'll get you 500 kids in that door. I'll, mm-hmm. give, I'll give away all of the PlayStations, all of the Xboxes. They'll come. Mm-hmm. You can create a crowd easy. I got pizza. Right. You can create a crowd easy. But, but, but so many people are creating crowds, and there's no disciples. Yes. Yeah, there's wow. no disciples. Yeah. Where are your disciples? And, and, it's, and, and I'm telling you something. It bothers me because time is, time is not longer than it once was. You don't get that time back. If we're not creating disciples, the people that we're putting on our stage and in our leadership positions, when they fail, it's going to mess other people up. Yes. Because you on. see that it, you, right. it, you can't, uh, that's, one, that's one issue that I have with just letting somebody start serving. Like, that's what uh, Pete, uh, what's this? Scazzaro, Scazzaro, Scazzaro yeah. says. If you're, not, if you're not discipling, you know, and connecting them to God first. Right what's the you don't want because the the modern church is give and serve right that's it but you have these people dealing with 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 uh, lust they're dealing with pornography they're dealing dealing with anger they're dealing with homosexual tendencies they're dealing with all this stuff and we're letting them into our leadership positions and they're failing left and right and it it's not well and i think can some of that be attributed to when we when we are making disciples, people people maybe take a they they take out of context the scripture where Paul says, "Follow me as I follow Christ," mm-hmm. and they take that to mean, "Okay, I'm going to make disciples of me." Mm-hmm. That's not our job. Nope. No. My job is not to make disciples of me. No. In fact, if if all you're doing is making disciples of you, then all you're doing is making ego disciples. Mm-hmm. That's good. And nobody is going to know how to hear from God. God doesn't want carbon copies because he created you to be you. you. He wants a, he wants, I, I told somebody told, told me this one time. He said at this church, you, you have to speak like this person. You have to talk like this person. If you want to be on the pulpit. And I went, but that's not who God created me to be. Y'all heard right. me. I, I don't stand up there and talk. I get a little excited and I get a little loud, a little excited, a little loud, a little, little loud, sweaty, a little sweaty. And you know, I have my towel. I bring my towel, you know, but I ha- that's not me because God does not want a carbon copy of people. He wants, he wants originals. That's right. I like how you said ego disciple, ego <laughs> disciples. I like that. Well, yeah, I mean, that's that, cause it, that's like trademark book. <laughs> yeah. TM. Yeah. No, but because, and I, th- I think the reason why, man, I'm, I'm passionate about that is because I've, I, I'm, I'm, I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. I'm watching it. Mm-hmm. And, um, and, and I'm not, 
understand I'm passionate about it. I'm not angry. I'm heartbroken over this. And if it doesn't break your heart, then I wonder how close to the heart of the father you are. Mm -hmm. It's sad because people are watching. Okay. I'm I'm just going to throw this. I'm going to throw this out there and it's nothing against and nothing against people and nothing against this pastor, but people go and watch Elevation and they watch Furtick every Sunday just to see what he's wearing so they can wear it next Sunday. Oh, right. A couple weeks, a couple months ago, I was me, me and my buddy Brant were, were laughing because we went, we were, we both, we like watching Elevation to get ready for ser- service. We were in his office because he church. can preach that yeah, thing. Yeah, he, he can preach it. And, but we were listening to worship and they did trading my sorrows. And I said, next week, every church in America is going to yes. be doing trading my sorrows right. again. Right. And I, I and honestly, I went about five different churches and they all did trading my sorrows and all their preachers were wearing almost carbon copy of what Furtick was wearing. I'm like, so there you're, you're instead of, you know, in you're preaching the stuff, that's good. I'm glad, you know, great. But you're trying to be someone and have the anointing of someone you don't have. Right. Your anointing, my anointing is different than Matt's. Right. Matt's is different than mine. Right. Tony's is different than Matt. Even though you're under him as a disciple, as a, as a, as a follower, you know, not follower, but as, as part of his 12, you know, you're not going to be Matt. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, like I'm not going to be James Ranger. Me and Pastor James, right. we're, we're friends. We love each other. He's my spiritual father, but I'm not him. Well, then we all, we all have different giftings, different anointings. Yeah. And I think that the thing that we get into is, uh, you know, when you, you teach and, and it's, it's just the, it's the, it's, it's the human, it's the human nature yeah. within us that does this, but we're no different than those who were hired at the beginning of the day. Go and read about it. They're hired at the beginning of the day. They agreed upon a wage to work for the day. Mm-hmm. And then the employer goes and he hires people halfway through the day and he pays them the same wage. And then he hires people near the end of the day and he gives them the exact same wage. And the people of the beginning of the day are like, how come they're making the same that I'm, I've been here all day long. And he's like, you agreed to, what are you talking about? So we, we get to this place to where we want to point an anointing and say that anointing is greater. Mm-hmm. That anointing isn't greater. That anointing is theirs. That's what God gave them to steward. And they've stewarded that anointing. I was about yeah. to say, they've stewarded that anointing to the place where they are today. Right. God, God, you look at the parable of the talents. God, God gave that to them to steward mm-hmm. and to, and to make sure that they were stewarding that according to his will and his plan. But I'm, we, we make it about, you know, less and more. Yeah. I remember Tim Sumner saying, if I had a church of 80 people, but there were flags of every country we had missionaries represented on this stage, I know I've done my job. Mm-hmm. Now talk about that because there's there's a lot of people that would not agree with with you that that would be mm-hmm. success. But again, I think we I think we define success improperly as it pertains to God's word, or we misinterpret. Or we say no, God wants us to have all of us to have you know gigantic mega churches. Which I think if God wanted that to happen, there would be way more mega mm-hmm. churches in the world. But but I digress. But yeah. but, but go ahead and but unpack true. that a little bit. It, you don't have to have, you know, I, I believe in a lot. I go to a large church, right? You know, we average 2000 a weekend, right? At our church, and which is by the way, that's, that's considered by American church standards. That's, that's, that's a mega, mega church. church. We're, we're yeah. in, in the denomination we're in, we're probably the third largest church, fourth largest church in our denomination. Yeah. <clears throat> but because of, of how big our church is, people will like, well, it's, I just don't want to be part of a mega church. I just don't feel that's God's in that. Well, 
we're seeing people come to the kingdom. We're seeing people come to faith. We're seeing people discipled. We're seeing people change. We're seeing people baptized. We're seeing people right. filled with the spirit, right. walking in their giftings. Do they stay? No, sometimes they leave and go other places. Right. Like right now we're working on uh, a, a planting a, a church outside of new life. There's a church, there's a group of people planting a church. That's awesome. And I think it's awesome. And you know what's going to happen? That group's going to go plant a church, but the other, it's a, a Hispanic church. It's going to go plant a church, yeah. our Hispanic ministry. But we have another Hispanic ministry who's going to come right behind them and take their spot right. with 38, 40 people. And we're right. going to grow them to the point. I told, I told Pastor James, in the position I'm in, what if we get to the place where we grow and we can move and plant? And he's like, that'd be awesome because that's our job. I, we've, I think as New Life, we've, we've planted 14 churches in the mm-hmm. last 20 years. Yeah. And some of them successful, yes. Some of them successful, no. Right. But we've done what we're supposed to do. But there's also an anointing on the small church that can meet the needs of the people. Right. Well, and and there's no tell. The, 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 I think the, the focal point there is, are you being faithful? Yeah. Right. Are you being faithful? Again, are you loving who, who's, who's coming through the door? You know, are you ministering to who's coming through the door? Yeah. Because there are ministers that have, that have had churches of, you know, say 100 people or less, um, you know, and, the, and they'll be faithful for 50 years. Mm-hmm. They'll do it for 50 years. They'll never grow, but and, they're faithful in right. taking care of the widows and the orphans. They're taking area. care of the widows and the orphans. They, you know, and, and, and what does Jesus say? Hey, man, that's, that's ministry. Mm-hmm. That's ministry right there. And I'm not saying that everybody should just look out to, all right, us four and no more. That's a different mentality. Yeah. That's a different mentality. That's a whole different thing. Uh, but, but sometimes ego can say, oh man, we're only this many people. Mm-hmm. How do we, how do we multiply? If you're not, if you're coming at that from an ego standpoint and not an evangelistic mm-hmm. standpoint, then you're setting yourself up to fall. Dude, we were always talking when, before we split the group up and you became the junior high and I became the high school. And yeah. I, but when I was a youth pastor and you were under me, yeah. we were always constantly finding, trying to find ways, me, you and Amanda and Lori, mm-hmm. what can we do different? Yep. What can we, the, that's how Saturday, the Saturday night thing was birthed. That's yep. how our Wednesday, we changed our Wednesday night gatherings a little bit. Yep. That's we, you know, that's how we did it. We were, it was over playing SmackDown versus Raw. <laughs> that's but, right. You know, but. <laughs> but the best ideas. And, and, best ideas and dump came. Cake. And dump well, cake. Pausing the game and dump cake, yes. <laughs> yep. Giving each other, buzzing each other's head in the living room. Yeah, that's was, but, but that's how it was. It's it's we set ego aside and we're like, what can we do different to reach a lost generation? That's good, right? Students. Right. Yeah. And 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 uh, and and that and that's a posture. Yeah. That's a posture, and we we see the posture of Jesus here, who falls on his face, mm-hmm. and and yes, he prays. If it's possible, let the cup pass from me. But but the that's not the most important part. That's the most that's the most human part of his prayer. Yeah. <laughs> but the most kingdom-minded part of that prayer and the most important part is but not as i will but what you will as you will and and so this this idea of 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 ego or ego you know god promises that he has already gone before us he promises that he will go through with us and if you're doing things properly and you're being obedient, yeah, he even promises that 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 favor and blessings will be behind you, will be chasing you. That's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. He undergirds us, he covers us, he surrounds us, he's in our midst, all of these wonderful things. So he's around. Yeah. We need to let him 
take the lead. We need to we need to let him take the lead. And so I wonder if you could if if it was one piece of advice that you could give to a young leader coming up or to me, or to an old leader who says, you know what, I'm I'm, I'm opening myself up for you know, uh, some kind of way to develop in this way. And I'm not And and by the way, when we talk about these topics, we're giving, we're, we're giving you how we're, how we're feeling led and we've studied and we're, and we're talking about these things. We're in no way saying we, we know it all. And it's life advice. Yeah. What we've walked through. Yeah. This is all our experience and what we know, what we have felt, you know, God reveal to us in these moments. So don't think that we're up here with our egos saying we know everything. <laughs> and you, But I think because we do have a platform, yeah, why not have some kind of practical, you know, advice or some kind of practical thing to share with somebody as it pertains to letting go of your ego and making sure that he is going before you. I, I didn't think I was going to say this, but Andy Minio. Okay. Andy Minio mm-hmm. said uh, he, in, in his lyrics, in his rap lyrics, man, he like just chuckled. Yeah. He said, want to make God laugh? Go ahead and tell him your plans. <laughs> okay. And I know it's just rap lyrics, man. I know that's scripture based, actually. Yeah, but, but he he had something. There, there's something more to that. I mean, God has so much more He wants to do in you and through you. Stop letting yourself get in the way. Mm-hmm. Get that's out good. of the way. I think I would say, this is the this is the Pentecostal side of me coming out. Come on in. You need to be lean leaning into the Spirit daily. Mm-hmm. It has to be a you can't you can't not be Spirit led. And it has to be a constant daily, daily led. What's Paul say? Go from glory to glory to glory. Yep. But but we've taken glory to glory as revival to revival and youth camp to youth camp. And when yep. glory to glory is a daily line upon line, precept upon precept change. So I would tell a young leader, make sure you're make sure you take time during your prayer prayer time in the morning to shut your mouth and listen. That's good. Come on, Bart. Come yeah, that's good. I have no filter between my brain and my mouth sometimes. <laughs> oh, no, I'm sorry. That's beautiful. No, that's okay. that's why you're a five-time, 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 five-time. That's why you're here. Of the real authentic. <laughs> All right, well, and, and I'll, I'll, I'll leave us with this thought, and, and then we can, we'll, we'll get into our, to our recommendations. And that's the, just this last thought here. And it's God desires to be the God that he is in your life. Let him. Yes. Let him be. Let's play a game. <laughs> what if God was God and you were not? And let's let's do our level best to live our lives according to that precept. Yeah. Word. Word. Andy, do you have anything to add? It's a good episode. <laughs> You heard Tony. Tony got passionate. He was yelling and stuff. I'm telling you, Andy told me to get into the I'm really excited about it. I did tell him that. I got really excited about it. All right. Well, that was a lot of fun. That was good. It's always, I I love having, I love having Bart here. It's always so much fun to be able to, 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 you know, talk about whatever we talk about. The hair on my arms are like standing straight up right now. Are you cold? No, it's just, it's just a flag going on. No, no. And I'm not going to like, not to be super spiritual, but there's a thickness in this room because the spirit. Gosh. Is, is there you here go. Today, so. Well, sometimes that's great when that can happen on a podcast episode. That makes uh, me very happy. You know, God is everywhere. He's, om- he's omnipresent. We talked about this. He's omnipresent. He's everywhere. And if you let him, he'll show up. Yeah. He'll manifest his presence. Even on a podcast. Even on, a po- even on recording a podcast. Yes. Andy, I think you know what it's time for. Drop the beat. It's time for recommendations. Recommendations.
my headphones were shaking oh, dude. off I, of my ears yes. because of what just happened. I was not ready for I'm not going to lie to you. I was not ready for that. My, my, I, I got nervous. I thought I was having a stroke. I think I broke Tony. <laughs> <laughs> I'm over here just like, mm-hmm. Huh, no, you were getting it. But, I mean, I got scared. I was like, oh, no. Is this, uh, is this the end? I had 12s in my ear right now. Uh-huh. It sounded like the old, uh, the old Acura Integra you had with that. I'm too, ter- old. I'm, I'm too old for this in my ears. And again. That's that how I lost my that drop Chevy S10 yeah. with the airbags. That's and how I the, lost and the rattle, it was like. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, man. You just, you just took us back to the late 90s yeah. oh. uh, in, our, in our headphones. It's the same song. I know. It's just the way that it was mixed. Like, it sounded like a bad bass box. Whoa. It was bad. <laughs> All right. Anyway. It is time for recommendations. Uh, oh, this did, is new. Did everybody, yeah. So, so what we do is every every oh. single episode, we we give an opportunity. We just give a recommendation, whether that's a podcast, it could be a social media follow, it could be a book, uh, it could be you know any of those things. And so let's start with let's start with Tony, and then I'll go for for my recommendation today, guys. I got Christine Kane's. How did I get here? And it, and it it really is. It's just finding your way back to God when everything is pulling you away, and um. I know uh, we were talking about earlier a little bit about, um, I, I, you know, like church hurt or 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 just hurt in general, and right. just and just figure out where God's at in all of it. And this great this book here is awesome. Um, there's a ton of tools, tons of strategies, and then just just things to implement in your life. Um, yeah, go on and read it. Love it. How did I get here? How Christine Kane wrote it. Yeah, where I put it at right there. Damn. Yeah, wherever you now want. I'm gonna have to get the book and have to read it. In yeah, her voice. he's like, I gotta read. Yeah, no, no, I, I love to here. read, but I have to read it in her voice. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you need the audible. <laughs> the audible. The audible. All right, I, you know, my recommendation is a podcast, and in um, it's possible that Daniel recommended this like way back when, but I've been I've been on it recently, and so I'm I want to I want to recommend it again if it has been recommended. I'm gonna recommend it again, and that's Craig Groeschel's Leadership oh, Podcast. Yeah. If oh, yeah. you yeah. uh. If you have not listened to Craig Rochelle's leadership podcast, he genuinely he has an he has an anointing in the area of leadership, and it's it's only like what once a month for thirty minutes or once yeah every he, other he week usually, for thirty minutes. It's real short. Tries but to keep it in yeah. and around like that twenty five minute mark. Yeah. Sometimes he goes like forty or fifty, but I mean when he has an interview, yeah he he, he he but he tries usually to keep it between twenty five minutes, thirty minutes, okay. something like that. I was but, always thinking like, man, am I not working this phone right because it's not enough? <laughs> right? Yeah. No. And 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 he'll and if you go online, you can actually even see like the transcripts and he has like yeah. he shared. Yeah. They're a very open resource. Life life churches. That's what I love about him. Very open resource, and so he has like the transcripts and notes, and he shares his notes from every episode. But uh, Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast, man. Again, he's he just. Got, we talked about anointings earlier, mm-hmm. and he's anointed in the area of leadership. He just is. Uh, uh, much uh, Maxwell, and that's, there's a good example there. Maxwell, anointed in leadership. Oh. Rochelle, anointed in leadership. Different. Yeah, totally different. Different, but both anointed in leadership. Mm-hmm. So anyway, Craig Rochelle Leadership Podcast, I would say, give that a list. We sprung this on you. Yeah. Do you have a recommendation I for us? I actually do. Um, there's one book right now that is shaking my world, and I, it's, a, it's a constant read to me. I'm reading it all the time. Um, it was if written. you say the Bible, I'm leaving. <laughs> it's called the Bible. Uh, currently reading the uh, Christian Standard Version. No, no, um, which is actually what I'm using more. But uh, no, uh, it was. It's a book written in 1959 uh, by Leonard Ravenhill called "Why Revival Tarries." Why revival? That's a good book. That book is shaking my world right now. 
That's in regards to prayer. And he said in the book, he says, if there's no unction in a pastor's prayer room, there's no unction in the pulpit. And I went, I'm going to hell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought I had unction in my prayer room, but I don't. Yeah. But Ooh, that's it's, good. it's, um, and it's so relevant for the times we're living in. Yeah. Why revival? Why revival Terry's, Terry's Leonard Ravenhill. Why Ravenhill. Amazing, amazing, amazing. Bart, thank you so much for coming on, man. Yes. You know, we love you. We appreciate every time you get to come. I loved it. And I actually brought something with me this time. You did. I brought Santo Mookie. Saint Mookie from the Saint Dodgers. Mookie. Saint Mookie. Hey, listen, that's all the time that we have uh, for this episode of Chicken Scratch Gospel. Make sure that you follow us on social media. Go subscribe to the YouTube channel so I stop hearing my son bullcrap me about how little followers we have. Go subscribe. Hit the bell for notifications. We out.